from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. It is Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back. You're with Tracy Mack and Murdo Mack here on Newcastle in the Morning. It is quite strange, isn't it? Tracy Mack and Murdo. How about we just say Tracy and Murdo from T&M. here on in? Yeah, let's just do it. T&M. That's, uh, that sounds much more interesting, doesn't it? Now, it is the I Run For Her. It's happening this weekend. It's a community campaign event that is held by Got Your Back Sister Charity. And its aim is to raise awareness, funds and to educate people that domestic violence is never Never okay. Joining me on the line now is the head of Got Your Back Sister. It is Mel Histon. Good morning and welcome, Mel. Hey, Tracy and Murdo. How are you going? We're great, Fantastic. thank you. Now, it is a, uh, a fabulous event. I know that you and I spoke uh, during COVID times and, uh, and I know that your chair initially, she walked by herself with the event. And look, it's just going to be fantastic, isn't it, to be together, to walk together and to, uh, to just once again show that uh, we do say no to domestic violence. You must be really excited and looking forward to the weekend. Oh, do you know what, Trace? I really am. And the response has just been really wonderful. You know, we're anticipating some 700 people will be taking to the streets in our area. And to to spread that message that domestic violence is not okay. And I guess the heartening thing is that, um, you know, we can be a lone person standing on a soapbox telling everybody it's not okay, but to really see change and to educate people, it's around getting people in the community to come together to say it's not okay. And it's really not okay. It's uh, how's how's the services for Got Your Back, Sister? I know that uh, we again we talked during COVID and uh, and post COVID, and the demand just increased uh, phenomenally. What's it like now? Oh, do you know what? We're finding more and more women reaching out to Got You Back, Sister, and it's for a number of reasons. So first of all, um, in terms of our workshops and programs, uh, women um, are are coming back. You know what I mean? Mm. They're out of isolation um, and they are wanting wanting the help to get the help and support that they need. So we've certainly seen the number of women actually coming to HQ for various reasons is back on the increase again this year. Um, But also we have started a a new service and that's we're providing one-on-one customised support for women who either have um, maybe just left a violent relationship and they're not quite sure what to do, where to go, what sort of support they can get. And also some women that are maybe still in um, an abusive relationship or they may even just suspect that what they're experiencing isn't normal but they don't really know. So they're reaching out going, this is what's happening to me. Is this normal or not? And and what do I need to do? So we have a few caseworkers now that would do things like uh, safety planning, helping women um, create exit strategies, and then connecting them in with legal services and other support services so that they can go through the you know a really traumatic time um, as best they can. Uh, yeah, look, um, uh, Mel, it's certainly something which is been thrust to the fore through COVID as well because, you know, there's a lot of claims that that uh, restriction which has placed people into, you know, close proximity has contributed but obviously it's something which exists and you you mentioned that there's that almost need to train women to identify that they are actually being subject to domestic violence. Um, Is that something that you've seen more so in uh, the COVID period and it's beginning to relax slightly? 
Um, look, I would say that, um, you know, we certainly saw through COVID times, as, as you were saying, you're absolutely right that all of a sudden many a person was um, essentially living 24-7 with the, their abuser. Um, and also I think we saw with COVID as well that it placed a lot of extra stress on people and families financially, um, people not being sure about what was happening in terms of their jobs or their security. So, you know, heightened stress and anxiety also certainly contributes to abuse. So we certainly have, have seen that. Um, look, and, and I would say, though, that the more that um, we do educational campaigns and so, you know, Forgot Your Back Sister, we do one every year, which is about educating people around what abuse is. But we're also seeing that the government has, has been more active and other organisations are more active around educating community. So I think just the fact that we are, you know, we're talking to people, we're educating people and we're engaging community um, to educate them about what constitutes abuse, that that then encourages people who are experiencing it to actually take steps to get help and and to get out of that situation, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I noticed also that there's uh, moves afoot to try and uh, create a situation where if somebody reports domestic violence or abuse, that they they are allowed to retain, because generally they are the ones who have to leave. They're the ones who have to take on uh, the, 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 the responsibility of finding a, accommodation for them and their children or whatever. Whereas I think there is a push now to say, well, no, the abuser should be taken out and they should be uh, left to uh, a stable existence. Yeah, so there's a program called Staying Home, Leaving Violence. Um, and in Newcastle, it's East Lakes Family Support and Newcastle Family Support and uh, Carrie's Place, that those three services run the Staying Home, Leaving Violence program. And that's exactly what that is about. It's about actually saying, well, um, you know, that, that the w- woman and her family, um, that they stay in the home and that the perpetrator um, is made to leave the home. Um, and so there is specific uh, caseworkers in those services and also with police have to be very heavily involved in that mm-hmm. as well um, yeah. so it's it's quite resource intensive but it's certainly something that you know is is a movement and a move towards um, and hopefully that will continue to grow in the future um, you know and that will become a norm so um, you know but at the moment it's certainly happening but mm-hmm. with you know I guess with, with a look to it happens more and more. Mel, I know that uh, you know a lot of us don't we don't grasp what uh, what domestic violence is. You know, it doesn't just mean getting hit. You know that that was always what you know domestic violence. You had to be hit to to have domestic violence. It's not that. It's the financial. It's uh, it's the emotional. It is so big and so broad now, isn't it? And trying to educate people on that, it's a big job. Do you know what it really is? And uh, because uh, people get confused, they really do. A- again, you know, we we tend to think about that domestic violence is is physical abuse or sexual abuse, but you know, there's um, emotional abuse, psychological abuse, financial abuse, coercive control, um, and and once upon a time, we probably um, people didn't really see or understand that as actually being abusive behaviour. But now, again, and, and that, I think that's why the 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 education piece with community is so important because, you know, uh, domestic abuse is a, it happens when there are power imbalances, when one person uses those tactics 
to control another person, whether it is, you know, that they're in a relationship with. So whether it is physical, emotional or coercive control, what have you, it's about power and control. Mm. Um, and, and I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, mm. you know, people who are listening, if you've been in a situation where there's been a power imbalance, and how awful that feels and you really start to question yourself and lose that sense of self-worth and you know it, it, it and you can really really spiral down into really poor mental health um from you know the trauma that you experience living with that so um you know certain, sorry I've got up on a no no it's, yeah. but you're you're but, right that issue of gaslighting yeah. as well which yeah um it tries to con- convince the other person that it's their problem not uh, you know, they're the ones who are misinterpreting. They're the ones who are misrepresenting. Uh, as you say, that psychological game playing uh, can be devastating. Oh, you know, absolutely. And I suppose that's what we see um, with women who come to Got You Back Sister. We see the aftermath of that mm-hmm. when they come to do our, our workshops and have counselling and do our courses is that they quite often are, are broken emotionally and you know we really need to support them to rebuild their lives again but we see the aftermath of that abuse of any kind of abuse you know whether it is emotional psychological abuse uh, physical coercive control sexual whatever it is um it's just horrendous now we've got the i run for her 22 now uh, how can we get involved and uh, and what do we need to do well, what we want people to do is to register on my cause. That's at mycause.com.au slash events slash I run for her 22. We want people to register um, and then we will, we ask them to, to fundraise a bit of money, about $200. We will give everybody a shirt that says I say no to domestic violence and to take to the streets. Go for a walk or a run in your local community and spread that message that domestic violence isn't okay. But the important thing is that we want people to share that out on social media um, and to send us the photos so that we can share it out as well. Because what we want at the end of the day is for those people who may be experiencing domestic violence or have experienced it, that they see all these people in our community Mm -hmm. going, they're all saying no to domestic violence. What's happening to me is not okay. And actually... Look at all these people and services that are there for me when I'm ready to reach out and ask for help. It is just a fantastic event and uh, not only can you get out in the streets and uh, and say no to domestic violence, you can have a lovely 2K or a 10K walk and uh, it's just you decide your distance, you decide where you want to walk. You can walk around uh, Westfield if you feel like it. Just get out there, show your shirt and uh, and say no to domestic violence. Mel, how much money are you hoping to raise over the weekend? Oh, look, we're hoping to raise um, through the whole campaign about $100,000 and we're about halfway there, which is really great. Um, and I just want to let everybody know, because some people are saying, oh, I don't know where to start or finish now. We're running a community barbecue free sausage sizzle on Sunday morning, which is the I Run For Her Day um, at Empire Park between 8.30 and 11. So lots of people are actually coming, starting at Empire Park, going for a walk around the beaches or to the foreshore, then coming back and having their free sausage sizzle. So... Um, um, if you're not sure where you would like to go, please feel free to come to Empire Park and that can be the start of your walk or run. I love it. And we can all do it together. That's uh, that's the idea. The community needs to come together and support each other and uh, and say no to domestic violence. Mel, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck with it. I hope you smash that 100,000 uh, 100, K and uh, I can't wait to hear what's next for Got Your Back Sister. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to the two of you for your support. It's really wonderful that you're helping us to spread the message. Our pleasure. Chat Great soon. Mel.
Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. That is Mel Houston, who is uh, the head of Got Your Back Sister, and it is I Run For Her 22. If you head to mycause.com.au and uh, backslash events, you'll find that event there. Murdo, what are you doing on Saturday? Oh, you're going away on Sunday, aren't you? So, uh, you, Unfortunately, you can... yes. But no, look, I'll, I'll, I'll jog around the backyard. Okay. Um, once yeah. again, yeah, it's about that idea of, uh, I guess, participating in any way you can. Not, not a matter necessarily, you know, not everybody's going to be able to make it down to Empire Park. No. But uh, let's uh, do what we can in the community, you know, even if it's just walking around the block. Um, do it several times. Exactly, exactly. You're with Tracy Mack and Murdo here on Newcastle Live.